What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Pinelli Podcast, episode four. I am your host, Peyton Nelson, aka Pinelli, and we got a great episode ahead of us. But first, I kind of want to talk about last week. I apologize for not getting an episode up. I was actually in Texas from March 4th to March 8th, got back last uh, Thursday, went straight to a Wolves game, was going to plan on doing a podcast there, but the spot we wanted to do it in was actually being used, and um, we couldn't find a guest just because, well, the guest was going to be my father, but he had to work a little late. You know, I was tired from flying and everything, so you know what? It was okay. No doubt we got a podcast today. Um, today, we're actually doing another UFC themed podcast, but I wanted to take this time to kind of talk about the Texas trip. I got to cover the XFL and the Dallas Stars, which was a phenomenal time. Um, but today we're going to have uh, Ben Gilbertson. Uh, he was on the last podcast. Uh, if you haven't listened to that, go check it out. He's going to be coming on along with my friend Mark Holian, a uh, football player here. And they both are very knowledgeable about UFC and NCAA uh, wrestling. So I'm going to kind of have them on, let them spit some knowledge about this week's big card. Leon Edwards, Kamara Usman. I got to check. I got to do my research and see who else is uh fighting but I know that's the main event gonna be a great one uh it's their third fight um and so I'm excited for that but I wanted to talk about last week uh phenomenal trip lots of great time um shout out to Nick Colin and Wayne um went on the trip with those goons and we uh we took over Texas at least the, at least the city of Dallas because we were we were running around there was really no downtime on that trip um we went to our second day we went to the uh um, the XFL game, which was a great time. Um, I know for some reason the XFL kind of gets a bad rap, but um, it was a great time. You know, what I noticed with going to that game is that, like, one thing I told myself was that this is these players' last chance. And they're all pretty close to my age, if not my age, too. So it was pretty, pretty cool to see. Um, you know, I was looking at the rosters and everything, and you know, they aren't just coming from these random schools. I, I saw people from Alabama, Clemson, Michigan, you know, the all those crazy good, you know, Division One schools. And it was a low-scoring game, but that's because I feel like the competition is so high because they're playing their tails off every single, you know, snap because they know they're being watched under a microscope. And this is their last opportunity to play professional ball, unless if they go to, obviously, the NFL or maybe they bounce around the USFL or Canadian League, whatnot. But um, it was a great time. We showed up. It was at the old uh, Texas Rangers Stadium, uh, Choctaw Stadium. Showed up there. Um, pretty cool venue. Uh, the XFL treated us well. They gave us our passes. We went down to the field, got some cool warm-up shots. Um, I was just overall trying to enjoy it, too, because, like I said, this was a new experience for me um, and a new experience for Colin and Nick. And uh, they were helping me out, getting some videos. We're going to have a YouTube vlog up soon. Um, I got the TikTok vlog of the XFL game. Uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, there was They had some great food at that stadium. I don't know if it was the XFL or if it was, like, the stadium concession or whatever, but we got uh, uh, Hawaiian Hawaiian skewers. It was pretty good. So I didn't mind that at all. Um, and then we went to the Dallas Stars game, which was an amazing time because last year at this time we saw a Mavericks game. And when we were leaving, we go, you know, it'd be super sweet to see a Stars game. So we got to accomplish that. We were media access there, showed up. They treated us well. They fed us well. Um, I don't really remember the meal. I think it was like beef, not beef brisket. It was, um, I don't know, some sort of meat. Potatoes, the whole nine yards, very good. Um, probably over eight. Then halftime nachos, and then also ice cream as well. So you know we've been trying to trying to work off those calories this week because we ate a lot in Texas and it was a lot of fun. Um, but I can go more into detail with Ben and Mark because I know they want to hear about it. But I wanted to at least tell you guys a little bit personally, let you know what happened last week. Um, but the plan, we're still ordering podcast equipment. I went to a uh, guitar center in Maple Grove and let's just say it was a little too expensive for a broke college student my, like myself. Um, I think they're trying to upsell me on some random stuff that I didn't need. So, you know, we're going to go the Amazon route. We're just going to try to get the interface, whatever basics we need so I can start having on some guests. Cause I don't want to have on, you know, potential players or you know coaches and have them get their phone out set the phone down and you know I just I don't want to do all that I need to have some good equipment I just want to make sure I buy the right stuff before um you know investing in any good podcast equipment but without further doubt um Pinelli podcast episode four UFC talk um we got UFC 286 this weekend uh Mark and Ben they're waiting out there for me so cue the intro baby 
welcome back, Pianelli Podcast. I'm here with uh, Ben Gilbertson. He was on last podcast, and uh, I'm here with Mark Holian. Mark, you want to introduce yourself quick? Yeah, I'm uh, Peyton's friend Mark. I'm from Chicagoland, and uh, I came up to St. John's, and me and Peyton both transferred in together the same year, and both played football together, and we got a lot of common interests with sports, with UFC, with football and basketball, and excited to talk some UFC with you guys today. Ben there, I didn't know who you are, but you want to reintroduce yourself too? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> There's not really much to introduce. Mark really kind of nailed the Chicagoland. Ooh. That's right. What is with Chicagoland? That's not really a land. Yeah. Chicago you're, area. You you're know, not from Chicago. Not from Chicago. But you, you people say Minneapolis when they're from they're from Rogers or they're from No, I don't. Wade Park. Yeah. From Wade Park? <laughs> you t- you talk about Wade Park, you say St. Cloud. I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, it's a it's a general region. If I were to say, you know, Richmond, Illinois. You're not gonna. You're not gonna know what I'm talking. Oh, I want to say Chicago. like, what's the nearest town that I would know? Uh, Closest town? Nothing. Rockford. Rockford, perhaps. I've heard. Closer to Milwaukee than Chicago. So okay. Just, well, then you could could have said that. Yeah. I was in Milwaukee. Still in Illinois. About a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. For just say so you cover a lot of ground. The home of Anthony Pettis. Ooh, really? That's true. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Duke Rufus. Duke Rufus. You been to his gym? No. Have you? Many times. Really? No. What? <laughs> I wish, though. So. so UFC 287, <laughs> you guys are the main event? Are you guys hosting? You guys are the main event? Yeah. Yeah. Ben's got – he's on the IR right now with a little shoulder injury from, from his wrestling season, so he's going to – We're all banged up. He's going to forfeit that one. No. What? We just talked about – I mean, cut my arms off. Yeah. Just kick your a, legs. That's a conversation for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys excited for UFC 286 this weekend or what? Yeah, absolutely. What did you guys think of uh, the last one? Last year, or two weeks ago, UFC 285, John Jones. What did you think? Did you guys watch? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I know Mark didn't, that's for sure. <laughs> you got John, you got Bo Nickel, you got a lot of up-and-comers. You got Shavkat. I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right. Yeah, you said his name right. A lot of, just, a lot of good prospects coming up in the, in the wrestling world as well, so... UFC is in a in a great place from a fan's perspective right now. That's what someone said. I, I they brought up a lot of good points. They said McGregor's back. There's the um, the rivalry with Volkanovski and uh, Islam, and then you got no. John Jones back, and then you got Bo Nickel, who's a rising star, and I'm sure there's more. Chime in. You guys know more than I do. I think uh, the big elephant in the room is the return of Conor McGregor. You got you got McGregor versus Chandler. It's going to be fireworks. Um, they're hosting the Ultimate Fighter together. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be uh, – it comes out in May. You get a whole summer of action. You know, get them chirping. You already see some bad blood between them. What are your, what are your thoughts on that fight, Ben? What do you, oh, my, th- my thoughts on the fight? Yeah, McGregor-Chandler. I mean, I think Chandler might just piece up him. I show that little Irish fuck what you know what, what's coming. Yeah. Okay, Conor McGregor, you know he's a stud. I mean, credit credit words due. He is an absolute dominant fighter. That was five years ago. What's now? He go he goes up against Poirier, gets knocked out, and then he gets his leg chopped up. And then, I mean, where do you go from there? I mean, you you can't really go back up to where you were. So everything's just downhill for him and Chandler. He's been fighting the top dogs of the UFC for the ever since the McGregor Poirier for or second fight. So yeah. anything up there's uh, literally for Chandler anything after this fight is uprising no matter win or lose because he did fight McGregor and he's gonna get millions of dollars for fighting McGregor. So anything for him is just like an uphill you know uphill climb. You know he's looking right back into that title shot. What about McGregor? Absolutely. I mean, ever since Chandler's first fight when he came in, um, big signing by the UFC, and he knocked out Dan Hooker, he, he called for McGregor right away. This has been his end game in the UFC as much as a belt. Has, maybe even more, it's been get, trying to get a fight with Conor McGregor. It's the biggest payday in, in fighting sports. That's why Floyd Mayweather took it. And, uh, you know, it's a stylistically interesting matchup. You see Conor historically has done really well against wrestlers with his uh with his left hand and uh, you see that in the mendez fight and some other fights but obviously like you said the last five years since the since the mayweather fight we've seen a different conor mcgregor but 
just him being back, you get that excitement. You get you get the notorious one versus Michael Chandler. That doesn't get better than that. Is it not exciting for you anymore, Ben? Is it just does it just not do it for you after it, the it, losses? Okay, like the name itself is super exciting. I mean, just like McGregor. Mm-hmm. Seeing him is just you know it's a treat. Literally, it's a treat for all to watch because mm-hmm. he's just that big of a personality. But the fact that like. When he was going up to the ranks, he was so popular for his trash talking. And he'd be like, I will knock, you know, Chad Mendes. He's like, I'll piece you up. I'll piece you up. If I get taken down, I'll butcher you from the bottom. You know, he does. He was, he, you know, he says, I predict these things because he actually did. He mean, Mm -hmm. he came out there with a chip on his shoulder and beat the snot out of every single person out there. Now he was at the top of the top making the big bucks. Now you, his next biggest fight, Mayweather, millions of dollars. Now, like, what's... Whiskey business. Proper 12, right? He's the, he's literally movies, the top in the world. Movies. Movie, is he in movies? Yeah, yeah he's in Road, Roadhouse with Jake yeah, they, were, they were he's, filming it during last UFC. No. Yeah. Conor McGregor was in it? Yeah, he he's, came he's out. In it. It's was, coming out next year. Yeah. I know Jake Gyllenhaal, like, they did that, like, fake fight or whatever in the in the, uh, yeah, in yeah. the octagon. Yeah. Do you the, see that flying knee? It's awesome. You think Jake Gyllenhaal could be a UFC fighter? <sighs> no, he would get toasted. The, the technique he was, was pretty good, though. But, I mean, he was just punching that. He was beating the snot out of that guy, you know, after the, the ref called the fight. Or, you mean, like, you know, just... He's a bad dude. I don't know what Jake Gyllenhaal is supposed to do. He's a tough dude. I mean, you, you get some Hollywood actors. I know Kevin James. He's a, you know, he played a MMA star in a movie. Dude, but he's actually a you tough know, guy. Yeah. He, he knocked out a, UFC, a real UFC fighter. He's legit. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal just, you know, he knocked out an actor, but yeah. Kevin James is no joke. Yeah, it's interesting. Act, I, actors want to be fighters, and fighters want to be actors. I think Kevin so. James might be uh, next for the title shot, you know? Mm-hmm. He, yeah. Big signing bonus, you know? Just go. Piece up like Ty Tuivasa. I know. mean, if if uh, John Jones could, yeah, John Jones better watch out. Surreal gone that James quick, dude. I do think anyone who's wrestled at a eighth grade level might be able to take down the Frenchman too. Dude, imagine being a bio teacher and then you're just you, you're on top of the world in the UFC. You know, <laughs> that's Kevin James right there. Mm-hmm. That's Kevin awesome. James. <laughs> but um, so this weekend, all right, picks. I want to talk to you guys about your picks. You guys are gonna go first. I'm gonna go second. Um, if you need to take a look at the laptop, uh, about who's fighting, we can just go to the top three. Oh, Mark needs to look at the card. No, no, Mark. you 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 know the you don't know the card. Who's Who, the first who's fight? The, who's the third from the main? Gunnar Nelson. Gunnar Nelson versus and Brian Barbarina. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll you start know, with that. You one. know who the first one is? I have n- no. Who's the first fight? Vittori. Vittori and Roman. Yep. Okay. Who do you got in that fight, Ben? <laughs> Vittori. Vittori. What about you? I got Vittori, too. He's been in those championship fights. and He's Five a tough, he's a tough yeah. guy. But Roman's got power, too, so you never know. Hey, at least something we can agree on. There we go. You know, that's a good start. Good go. start of the podcast. I'm going to I'm gonna take a rain check on this one because I can't. I mean, I've seen Vittori fight before, but I just I don't know it like you do. What yeah. about the uh, women's flyweight? That's uh, Maya and... Uh, it's a new one. They added uh, Casey O'Neill in that. Yep. Okay. Yes. So... Uh, O'Neal's 9-0. Okay. I don't know if this is her, <clears throat> what fight this I is have, for. Her. I have no opinion on that fight. fight. The, this this card is uh, pretty top-heavy with Gaethje, the co-main in the main event, mm-hmm. I would say. So um, yeah. Those are the two fights the fans are looking forward to the most, is the Gaethje and Fazeev and Edwards Newsman rematch, obviously. But. And Marty Snoozman. <laughs> Marty Snoozman. But, I mean, I I have no preference. I mean, no preference? I mean, I know Maya's a bigger name, but... yeah. I mean, if you're a nine and fighter, I might. If I were to put my money on someone, it'd be that girl or Casey O'Neill. Yeah, I'd have to agree with Ben there. All right, moving on. Gunnar Nelson <laughs> and uh, Brian. You want me to go first? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay, I will take Brian Barbanea. What do you think? You get to do the same Brian, thing. Uh, listen, I mean, we're probably going to disagree on the next two, but listen, Brian's been in there. He, uh, he, the way he fought Robbie Lawler over the summer, I was uh, really impressed, and I think, I think Brian's going to get it done. Well, too bad Robbie is like 42 years old. He's still Robbie Lawler. He's, See, he's, still, he's still Robbie, Robbie Lawler, Lawler, but like his chin ain't Robbie Lawler no more. His yeah. hands ain't Robbie Lawler no more. I don't know. Well, you got to look at Gunnar Nelson, too. I mean, he. He had a, apparently, I was looking, looking at his Wikipedia page, he had like a three-year break and then uh, fought 
it'll be last year. Like, so it'd be a year from now. That was his last fight and got a decision out of it. Yeah. I don't know who. I've never heard of that person before, you know, yeah. but who knows? Could be a t- one of those toss-ups, you know? A big unknown there. I mean, we don't know. We don't know which gunner we're going to see. We don't know which Brian we're going to see, so it should be a fire. Well, I hope the Brian we see is just that crazed motherfucker that just, right. you know, throws bombs and just sees coming out in the overall, cycle. Coming out in the overalls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin Gaethje and Raphael Fitz... Fiziv. Fiziv, okay. Struggling there a little bit. Um, I can go first on this one. Uh, ooh. I'm going to go... Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go Raphael just because I don't know if Gaethje's got it, man. He's in the, I like Gaethje, though. I got to talk to him at the, uh, the um, flag football game, and it was fun, but... Wait, so that's your boy. So you're dissing your boy right yeah, now? You, I mean, you just met him. I'm, and now I'm talking. That's insane. I'm talking from like a like if I had to bet money on it standpoint. I, okay, if I had the who do I want to win? Justin Gaethje, but oh yeah, the but, highlight. That is the highlight right there. I mean, this is the Gaethje fight. I think for me is a bigger draw than the Usman Edwards fight. I know it's a title fight rematch, but anytime Justin Gaethje gets in there, you look at his last fights, Oliveira for as long as it lasted. It doesn't get more exciting than that. You you look exactly. at the. The Iron Michael Chandler versus Justin Gaethje fight that that'll go down in history, Madison Square Garden. Absolutely. Now, now you're in the O2 Arena in London, and uh, you get Justin Gaethje in front of that London crowd. It's gonna be fireworks. And Raphael mm-hmm. Fiziev, he does. He's a striker too. It's see, man. I don't know. It's it doesn't get better. I don't know. Like I said, from a money standpoint, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go Raphael. Okay. You see these UFC vets? They're starting to fall a little bit, man. It's true. The, young, saw, yeah. the young guns. Meaning what? Up. Like the, the top dogs are starting to fall? A little bit. The, the names that we're used to, they're starting to... Yeah. At least from my... Because I, I said this last time. I don't follow it as much as you two do. But like, just from what I see sometimes, I'm just like, all of a sudden, like all of, you see Tony Ferguson, boom, he's you know he's yeah. kind of not, not doing anything anymore. Nate Diaz is pretty much gone now. I mean, who knows if he comes back. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like Justin Gaethje's is kind of that next guy to sort of lose and then kind of segue out but i hope not i like him like i said i I was at the game or at the flag football game super cool guy took time out of his uh out of the game to go thank the troops and everything shook every one of their hands very respectful guy very great like great fighter obviously but i don't know like i said i just feel like um you know him along with even maybe mcgregor it's just it's the unfortunate uh reality that we're facing that those names are starting to uh sort of segue out in my opinion but i don't know what do you guys think about that mark go first i think peyton brings up a fair point and especially in the lightweight division top to bottom is there a division deeper than the lightweight division you got these young guys coming up you got you got the gamrats the armand zarukians and you got the fazeebs coming up and then you got the old guard you got the the tony ferguson's the rdas the michael chandler's the justin gaethje's even the dustin Poirier's. they're on they're now getting up there in age and these young, hungry grapplers, strikers, whatever, mm-hmm. they're coming up and, you know, they're only getting, I mean, they're getting better and these old guys are getting older. So this is a fight that, uh, this could draw <laughs> some big lines in the lightweight division, big implications in this fight. So you about think, that, ben? Ben? So you're, you're saying that Gaethje's going to lose? Listen, I think Gaethje wins this fight, but Gaethje's title window is coming to a close. He's gotten two shots already and, you know, if he loses to Fiziev, it He's just turning into a gatekeeper. Okay, for well, like, I mean, you go against Habib, who, and he, he lost his dad, and then he just absolutely pieced him. So, I mean, what are you going to do from there? Oliveira, he had him knocked out, and then he, you know, makes those stupid mistakes. But I think, like, the, not not the skill set, but the amount of experience that Justin Gaethje has in the top division versus with Fazeev having, you know, experience in the top of the division, I think that shows, like, a big factor into that. That's valid. Because, I mean, you, you can't be making any mistakes in how good Fazeev is as a fighter. Like, you know, you make one little mistake and Gaethje's got fucking yep. concrete hands. Absolutely. He will piece you up into, you know. So your prediction, you're picking Gaethje by knockout, submission, decision. What do you got there? <sighs> Dude, I mean, like, realistically, it'll probably be a decision. Gaethje. Because I mean I don't I haven't seen Fiziev get his chin tested or chin tested other than Bobby Green. Yeah. But other than that, like his chin hasn't really been tested that much, <laughs> and that might be another factor too. Is that like his chin hasn't been touched much? You know, much you know with some heavy hands, so that could play into the factor. Like it could be possibly a knockout or you know like um, 
not a knockout, but, you know, Gaethje comes out, gates, you know, guns a blazing right out of the gate. Like, what's the gas tank going to look like for both of them? Three-round fight, Gaethje might have a better gas tank. Well, one, he's fighting in Colorado yeah. with Trevor Whitman. Mm-hmm. So now he's got that elevation. And then uh, I don't know where Fazeev trains. Oh, doesn't he train at, like... Is it Tiger Muay Thai? Yeah. It might be. I mean, that's... I'll look it up. You got, right. you got a Tiger Muay Thai guy right, against nice. a Trevor Whitman guy. That's It's destined for a good fight. Whatever, whatever you, Whoever you're picking in this, I think we're going to get toe-to-toe, phone booth fight. It's a Justin Gaethje fight. You never get a boring Justin Gaethje fight, no matter who it's against. Yeah. And uh, I got Gaethje by knockout. I think I think Fazeev, those young guys are coming up, but Gaethje's still got some time left in the tank. Um, I hope so. I hope he does because yeah. it's more fun to watch when you got – you know, his name in the UFC. Yeah. But. Wouldn't that be electric to just have, out. like, one phone booth fight? Oh, you know? my gosh. Yeah. Maybe that's what Dana White should do. Instead of they do it slap, here. They should do, a, like, a phone booth. He should do, like, a phone booth, like, uh, show, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? With some, with some big names. Put McGregor in there in a the phone booth. Dude, that would be so electric. <laughs> or do, like, card jujitsu or something like that. Or, Dude, they you know, do that card here in Minnesota. Sweet. They and, do uh, card jujitsu in Minnesota? Yeah, they do it at, um, I think, Valhalla mm-hmm. puts it on. And I got I got to look. Don't quote me on it. But I think they I think they put on put on those type of events. So. That's so cool. At least the the people there know where it happens. I've seen it on Facebook before. But here before we get too too distracted, real quick, Leon Edwards, Kamara Usman. Then I want to ask you guys about power slap, and we can segue into uh, we can talk about card jujitsu and stuff because it's interesting. All right. But here I'll go first. Leon Edwards, Kamara Usman, <laughs> um, Kamara Usman. I think I think he's gonna avenge avenge that loss. Um, if he didn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I heard his knees are shot. I heard his body's a little, uh, yep. is a little, little run down, sort of like mine. <laughs> but no, I think Kamar Usman. I'm gonna say Kamar Usman in the third round, um, by knockout. I'm, I'm just, I wanna I, at the for the main event. I wanna at least totally guess it down to like the finish. So that's what I'm gonna go with. But I, ultimately, I think Kamar Usman's gonna win. Okay. Yeah, I ben? said Marty Snoozman. If you don't know who Marty Snoozman is, it's Kamaru Usman. But I haven't won by decision. I think he wins. <clears throat> I can see him get being a shutout. Yeah. Do you think the O2 Arena in London, Leon Edwards' hometown, does that make any difference in the fight? Does no. Leon come out stronger? No. I mean, it's possible, but, like, I don't know. Maybe that adds in a little bit of pressure, too. And then the other question that's been ever since the first fight was that first fight in Salt Lake City was at altitude. Mm-hmm. So you had Kamaru Usman basically training on his home turf and then fighting mm-hmm. there. And then Leon, who trains in London, not at altitude. I know you can do different techniques and sleep at altitude. It's not the same. Does that make a difference in this fight? Does Leon tire like he did that first round? Or was it just Usman's wrestling gas tank? Put, I think it's his wrestling gas tank. I mean, um, do you, if you look at Marab versus Yang that just happened the other weekend. He shot in 48 takedown attempts, and w- and Marab was not gassed whatsoever, but Jan just looked tired. He did, I mean, you could have threw in the towel in there. Yeah. He was just getting pieced up by takedown attempts, one-two takedown. I mean, if if Usman's going to be smart, like, I'm not standing with him, and I'm blocking I'm blocking with my right here. Right, did he kick him on the right? Nah, wasn't a left. It was a left, left kick. kick. I think it was a left kick. So, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. right side. So, right side. Okay. So, yeah, I'm blocking here, and I'm going to do one, two, take him down and hold him onto the ground. Yeah, it may not be the most spectacular way to win, but you're going to, you know, you're UFC champion, so I really wouldn't give a shit, you know, if I was Kamaru Usman's spot to, like, go out and take him down because, obviously, he's got the more superior wrestling. Edwards might be working on his wrestling, but you got a guy with... You know, I don't know how old Usman is, but probably twenty plus years of wrestling experience versus yeah. a guy who's just Usman's training. Thirty five, Edwards thirty one. So, pro- okay, let's say like twenty five years of wrestling experience versus Edwards, who is literally just training to wrestle one guy. Like uh, that, just I don't know. That's a differentiate, and then wrestling is obviously the most superior part in MMA. Edwards got lucky with a with a head kick. 
That's true. He, that's, he did. You, you mm. saw it in round four. At the end of round four, you could see it. And that's why Edwards coaches the famous clip now, mm-hmm. them firing him up. Mm-hmm. Edwards, we saw it in his eyes. There was a there. Whether people say it or not, obviously he didn't quit. He knocked him out. But there was there was demoralization. He mm-hmm. got that pace put on him by Kamaru Usman, and uh, Usman for four rounds. Minus a little takedown in the first round, dominated that fight. But that's why we watch the sport. That Any, was a legendary card. It was. That was a great card. Amazing. Man. But, do you, do like, you remember where you were in the knockout? Yeah, I was sitting right on that couch right there with Colin. You couldn't believe it, could you? No. No. I know. I was in the bathroom. No I got way. up to go to the bathroom, oh. yep, and I heard Colin go, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, like, oh. whatever. I walked out. Because we had just gotten back, I think, from, you know, Sal's of the Law and to catch the fight, and I remember coming out, and I saw Usman was on the ground. No like, way. You missed it? Mm-hmm. I got yelled at by my uh, parents because we were – I was <laughs> with my sister, and for college, so I was staying at my grandparents, and so, like, when the knockout happened, I was like, holy shit. Oh, it's no. like, like 12 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning, my dad walks in, he's like, what the fuck are you screaming at? I'm like, what? Yeah. Dude, UFC champion just got knocked out. He's like, I, who gives a shit? Bad. <laughs> it's it's as real as it gets. Anything can happen. And mm-hmm. and what would you say? Obviously, we all have Usman. I think Usman's the popular pick because we all saw the same fight. Mm-hmm. If someone told you Leon was to win, what's his path to victory? Is it another knockout? Yeah, that's the only way he wins. You think? Yeah, can't squeeze out a decision. He's not. Unless if he knows how to defend, you know, twenty something takedown attempts. I mean. That's the that's the probably the more demoralizing part is that like you're constantly getting taken down and it's you know when you're in a wrestling aspect if you're when you're on your heels like you're so tired because you're you know you're pressuring away and you know commentators always say that like it's more tiring to be up against the cage mm-hmm. trying to circle around because you have that pressure on you I mean Usman you could just lay on the pressure of him for takedowns get it, get him tired that way then once he takes him down. I can see Edwards getting super frustrated because, one, he's a champion. Two, he's definitely losing the round because it's hard to get away from a wrestler off off your back. I I don't know. Like you said, where it, it, you can see in Edwards' eyes that demoralization. Yeah. Yeah. It's so frustrating when you're underneath. It just – You can't can, do it. What can you do? Nothing. <laughs> so who's next for the title shots? Talented division. You got – can Hamzat make weight? Is Col- does Colby get a next title shot? Who who is the next welterweight title shot then? If Ooh. Usman wins, well, yeah, fight number four. Usman Edwards four. That's the fight to make. If Usman dominates him in grappling, I I. Okay. I mean, you, if, okay. If, you if, it, if it's what I predicted, five zero. If it's a five zero shutout. <laughs> It's possible, but it depends how big the draw is. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'd be that big. Being on red card. Yeah. You don't you don't think like Usman Edwards would be a like a big draw for a fourth fight? No. And what I don't we, think so. Yeah. What are we missing here? Usman dominated that first fight. Because if Usman dominates if he again. dominates again, then no. But if it's a closer fight, then yeah, I guess you, you can kind of swing that. I think it'd be one that I think I think this series is something that the UFC probably wants to move on to after this because it's such a talented division. So like, but you can't throw Covington out there. That's true. No. Where is he? I know. I know. When I interviewed Bilal Muhammad, he he called him out, and I know. In I, your I, interview? Yeah. Yeah. He's, no way. Yeah. He's he's been calling him out. Yeah. He's been calling him out all. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's the fight to make, and then you that's know, a good contender fight. That one, you know. Covington is probably he is in my opinion one of the only guys that can actually compete with Usman. Yes, and it be like very thin to actually beat him. If there was someone that actually could beat him straight up, no bullshit, no like you know lucky knockouts whatsoever, someone that could beat him straight up is Kobe Covington. I agree. Who, who who else beats him in that division? I agree. And you saw Dana. Dana a couple weeks ago finally cleared the air in Colby a little bit. He said that you know Colby is ready to fight anybody. I think Dana's just waiting for the right match. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's wanted Hamzat for a while. That would be that'd be a fan favorite. He won't favorite. make weight. Hamzat why, won't make why, weight. Why don't you just go up to um, middleweight? Middleweight. Yeah, I think that's Hamzat's next pass. Because then if he goes to the mid- middleweight, then that's going to be the one of the most dominant. He'll be the one of the Pereira. Most dominant. He would. What would Pereira do? 
Well, fucking nothing. Nothing. <laughs> but if Hasma gets gassed out in round two, what happens there? He's on the Gilbert Burns fight. Got gassed. Yeah. Gilbert Burns made a comeback. A little yeah. bit of a comeback. Had a little show. But who else is in the welterweight division? That's yeah, Shabbat. Yeah, he called out Kobe too at the end of his last fight. Dude. Dominant performance over. He is he's crazy good. I mean, yeah. everything from top, he's he's a seller. He's like he's like a mini, or not a mini, he's a bigger Islam from a different country. Yeah, he's great. He's fundamental, great striker, humble guy, and he even called out Kobe. Kobe's the the popular call-out now in the welterweight yeah. division. Everyone wants a piece. Money fight aside from McGregor. Definitely. Dude, because Kobe Covington, he's got a mouth on him. He'll mm-hmm. talk shit to anyone. Mm-hmm. He'll find, like, the nooks. He's kind of like, yeah, he's... He's the American McGregor. He'll find the yep. nooks and crannies about you, find all the dirt about you, you know, like whatever you did, like when you were 15 years old, he'll, he'll figure it out and he'll call your ass out about it, make you look dumb. So talented did on the you, mic. Did you see what the, some of the stuff he said about John Jones? I saw like a, like a one minute compilation of like him talking shit to John Jones, basically just in interviews, just throwing little shade. Did he have like two I, honeys next to him too? And yeah. He's like, what's up, yeah. nerds and virgins? Yeah, yeah. Sponsored by it Billing Energy. Like, it was like probably like four of those videos, four <laughs> clips from four different videos of him saying some wild stuff. That you should, you got to look it up. I'm, I'm not going to repeat any of it. I don't really remember every single... No, nah, you, you can't repeat it. Yeah, it's some pretty... But pretty can you imagine Kobe and John Jones with a Juco? They're on Ju- same Juco wrestling team. That's yeah. unbelievable talent right there. That is unbelievable talent. Yeah. Both in Iowa, right? Were they, didn't they go to the Juco in Iowa? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Jeez. College roommates. They have some funny stories to tell about that. Oh what was that? Gosh. The dishes what? story? Oh, where didn't didn't John Jones get pissed about Colby not doing dishes? Yeah, it's so funny. Something like that, or didn't I don't I don't remember. So I gotta look it up again. But I know that those two were uh, beefing a little. I don't know how if you're Colby Covington, you're not just like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean he's he's a fighter too. But like John Jones is John Jones. Like, I w- I wonder if their uh, their paths will ever collide like backstage or something. You know, I mean, that'd be a tough night for Kobe. You'd see John Jones's name in the headlines again, but it'd be uh, for a more understandable reason, I think. Oh, as long as, yeah, maybe not <laughs> hitting him with a pregnant lady yeah. or doing cocaine or something like that. You ever seen that Joe Rogan podcast where he's like, I was, you know, doing blow and like partying up yeah. like the week before the Gustafson fight? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you get a built in excuse if you did lose, you know? That's so crazy. Like, like that's how you're, that's how in mind work. He was so dominant mm-hmm. that, like, you know, if I were to, like, I mean, you're dominant for so long. Like, I have that little fear too that, like, you know, like, I need some sort of an excuse possibly. <laughs> it's kind of weak minded, not gonna lie, yeah. on John Jones. You know, like, well, if I lost, I was just doing blow. Partying, you know, so dominant. Now you got John Jones and Stipe booked for July. That's that's exciting. What? Yeah, yeah. You got booked for July. What well, that's the, that's the plan. It's unofficial. Oh, okay. International fight so far away. Oh, I know. Oh, you know, but it's uh, gonna be here before we know. I'm pretty sure uh, Vulcan uh, Rodriguez is also for International Fight Week too. Wow, you get you get all the celebrities out International Fight Week. You got. You we know, need to make our way over there. We do. Pinelli a Media Vegas fight card. Oh, jeez. Get yeah. some passes. Pinelli, uh, Me- Pinelli Media needs that UFC courtside tickets. I do. Dude, yes. That'd be insane. Let me sit next to, like, Hasbula. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a guy. What about that little guy? A fella. What a little fella. <laughs> what about, um, I know this isn't may not be your forte, but what about uh, Garcia and um, uh, Giovante Tank Davis? You guys have any opinions on it? It's coming up April 8th, right? No, maybe not. I have no clue. I have no clue. I think you're, you're, you're more of a boxing guy. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I was just, I was just curious. The only boxing I know is playing. Uh, you ever played Fight Night Champion on the Xbox? No, Xbox yeah. 360 Fight Night Champion. Never. That's that's like the. Oh, April twenty second. It's like a boxing, 22nd. like a you know, like you know UFC, so you can go through like career mode and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. not like that. It's no not like pick. Wii Boxing, though. No, yeah. definitely not like Wii Boxing. This is like legit boxing. I, remember, I know it's just there's Fight Night, there's Mike Tyson fight. fight yeah, night, yeah. Ones. yeah. I didn't play them, but they were too hard. I was sticking to my Lego Star Wars and stuff. Oh, yeah. No, Lego Star Wars. <laughs> this is, that's a good go-to. So no no predictions for that fight? I don't know. Like, out of, names, out of name likeness itself, Davis. Davis, yeah. Because, I mean, he just... I mean, all the tattoos on his on his body really <laughs> fucking scares me, dude. But t- or Garcia's got some height on him, though, man. 
He I does. Didn't realize he's tall. That. He's lanky. I didn't realize that. Being, I think Garcia yeah. is going to pull it off. I like Ryan Garcia. Really? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think he can pull it off. He's fast, man. I mean, so is Davis, but it'll be a good fight. You ever seen those clips of Garcia just like hitting the speed Dude, bag? Yeah, that's I've all I've seen his clips. I've never seen him actually fight. That's all boxers. That's all boxers pretty much, except for like Tyson Fury. Um, but I won't make you guys talk too much about boxing. Sorry, I know it's hurting your ears. Well, I, I mean, I wish like I would know more. No, I know. Yeah. It's a hard sport to keep track of because the stars don't fight each other until like after four or five years of hyping it up. There's no, and there's too many fucking belts too. Like, yeah, I one guy can have like seven thing. belts. How do you win seven belts? Yeah, I don't get that. In either. one division, no. And Ben and I, grown up in the wrestling community, and you too, Peyton. We know so many guys through the UFC through, that wrestled, and it mm-hmm. translates over, and that's what gets you hooked on the UFC. It just, mm-hmm. it's as real as it gets. You know what drives me nuts in boxing? Clinch. When oh guys clinch constantly, when they throw like a combination, or they, you know, they like throw a couple of strikes for like 15 seconds yeah. and then clinch like what bigger pussy move could you ever do than like throw and then clinch but i've never been in there so i can't really say much but from i think it's a it, boxing tactic though i think it's more it's instead of like it being a pussy move i think it might be now a, a tactic that you might be doing if you're up so then you're not like because if a guy's throwing like he's if he's throwing bombs and you're up and it's like, okay, well, let me just if you're quick getting get pieced in. up, yeah, that's fine. But if you're doing it early in the rounds, yeah, while that's, you're, yeah, yeah. While you're barely you're throwing any exchanges and you get touched once and then you go right into the clinch, mm-hmm. like, what is the purpose of that? <laughs> I don't get that. What to save your gas tank for the later rounds? Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe it is a tactic, but it doesn't look good as a viewer. No, no. It's a no. snooze it's, fest. It's, put me to bed, buddy. <laughs> Will you guys be tapping into it though? Are you guys gonna watch or not? I mean, probably, probably not. on some. Uh, um, if there's no UFC that Saturday, <laughs> there's UFC every Saturday. The rest of the, you got you got Holloway and Arnold, and Arnold Allen coming up. Then you got Pereira and Izzy coming up in two more weeks. You just got they're the fighting year. Yeah, wow. I don't know. I gotta keep up, man. That's there's a lot. There is a lot. There is a lot. wow. Jesus, a lot of title know. shots coming. I, uh, I mean, possibly a tune in, but. Under, uh, you know, uh, not under whatever they're throwing it on. Is it if it's on Showtime? I'm not. If it's on, uh, let's just say I'm not paying for it. Yeah, but I'll still watch it. Yeah, but not at a bar either. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I I don't want to get like you know, demonetized. Not demonetized, (laughs) but I don't want to, you know, get my phone tracked or something like that. You know, (laughs) we don't want that stuff. You know, Uncle Dana, he might be coming after me. He is. They cracked down on that. They haven't cracked me down. That's for uh, I mean, maybe maybe what it was trying to say maybe it was at Peyton's house. Maybe it wasn't. But that uh, Kobe uh, Usman two fight kept coming in and out. So. <laughs> oh, you were watching. I it know there? we're on camera, so we can't say too much. But. <laughs> yeah, you know, dude, well, I could imagine how pissed you were, like for it coming in and out. Oh man, I was so mad. And, and you. <laughs> You mix a little bit of alcohol with the UFC, and your Uh-oh. favorite fighters come in. You're you're not Uh-oh. happy. The decisions, you know. Obviously, a, a Covington fan myself, I I was really disappointed in the judge's decision. But you rewatch the fight, and Usman. I think Usman probably deserved that. But I was talking about like how I was like cutting in and out. Oh, that <laughs> that too. Like, come on, man. Are we, are we gonna have, <laughs> come on, Dana. Just keep it up. Are we gonna have any of that uh, going on at your place this no. week? No, we we pay for our pay per views. So. Okay. He ESPN pays plus. for pay per view. Yeah. I try to you know chip in and you know like get throw him a couple extra mm-hmm. bucks, but I was like you know we'll be catering some. Some food, some dude. Food. I heard it. I heard it. Lacasita, steak. Lacasita sounds like a popular pick. I'll make you a steak. It was Ben's birthday. The oh yeah. How does it? How does it feel to be twenty one? You know, it feels electric. But today was definitely like a, a wake up call. Like, yeah, it's all downhill from here. Like what? You know, what's exciting? 30, 40, 50. Actually, when you turn like what twenty five, you can rent a car. So you got that to look forward to. There you go, Ben. I guess, yeah. You know how much of an inconvenience that is actually for myself every time I've gone on a trip with Nick and Colin. We've tried to finesse our way into like renting a car, having like our parents like sign it up and say that they're going to get it. But we're trying to pick it up. And every time, they're, oh, you're not 25. At least Nick is, but like I'm not. Colin's not. So every time we tried doing it, it was just a hassle. So yeah, you can be able to rent a car here. I guess four that, more you years. know that makes sense. But I don't travel as much as you know as you do. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like for me, I, I might just you know take my car to wherever you go. Maybe not to Texas or Florida, but if I'm going, yeah, to take like, it to Vegas. 
Yeah, what's okay? The Vegas. You Dana gives you tickets. He says, Ben, you can go to any UFC fight at any venue. Okay. Um, disregard the fight, but the venue. Which venue would you like to see? Dude, a fight I'm going at? to Abu Dhabi, baby. I would have you. Are awesome. you kidding me? You know how freaking electric that would be to go to Abu Dhabi. That'd be crazy. That'd be second on my list. I gotta go see a classic Madison Square Garden. No, Vegas, man. I've I've been there twice now, three times. And I've been there. I remember being there like a, about a few weeks before the McGregor and Poirier fight, where McGregor broke his leg, and just seeing all the like the the hype down there, all the banners, the um, what do you call those things, the billboards, yeah. and everything. We driving past the UFC PI, seeing the huge just the McGregor's face and Poirier's. Face. I gotta go see a fight in Vegas. It'd be electric. It's it's a must do yeah. at some point. But yeah, then it'd be Abu Dhabi because it's you know. I don't know. I mean, like, there's so many damn Vegas cards. I mean, I'd love to go to the Apex. You know how cool that would be? Yeah. Just being, like, one of the few, like, yeah. 20 people in there. But you know how much, like, tickets are so expensive? It's, like, $2,000 to watch, like, a... Didn't Mark Zuckerberg, I, like, rent that whole thing out? He did rent that whole thing out. But it was... The the rumor had it was, like, it was going to do, like, a virtual VR thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was going to have, like, robots in the chair or something like that. Or Yeah. I'm sure we need Dana said no. We, we don't want you know, that. big robot guy, you know. We need yeah. the UFC back in Minneapolis. When's the last time? Dude, that, uh, uh, Ninganu and uh, DeSantos. And DeSantos, dude. It was, really? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then you before know. that was John Jones' debut. So mm. it's only been here, I think, like we, twice. Was that a Brock Lesnar card? No, yeah. it was. Brock Lesnar was on that card. Yeah. Brock Lesnar was the main event. Was he? Against yep. who? Um, Oh, was it Frank? It was. It's probably was Frank, Frank Mir, wasn't it? Not yeah. in Minneapolis. Yeah, no. I'm gonna say UFC. I'll look at. I'm pretty sure it might have been another fight night card. I don't. I don't know if Minneapolis is that like big of a draw. This was a long time ago. Like this was. No, let's see. I, okay, I know. UFC 87, seek and destroy. Let's see right here. It was GSP. It was a stacked card. Oh my goodness. Seriously, take a peek. It was uh, oh Lesnar versus uh hearing is that how you say it and then gsp versus finch but there was another one i believe that unless if john jones was on the undercard but i know well no this is ufc 87 right yep. yeah so yeah this was when this was john jones debut wow mm-hmm. you learn something new every day the guy that doesn't know so much if you about were UFC. at ufc 87 you saw the up-and-coming john jones you said yep. gsp you saw start you said gsp john jones and brock lesnar you probably didn't know who, you know, you didn't know what you were getting. You knew Brock, yeah, well, you maybe definitely a little bit. Of GSP, you definitely Brock. You knew GSP at that point, but mm-hmm. and you got John, John Jones. Jones. You're getting no nope. three all timers. I there. watched that whole fight. It's on YouTube. Free fight. Really? Yeah. Was it good? It was all right. Yeah, you could definitely up. tell it was uh, John Jones's first UFC fight. Yeah. Which I'm not taking away from it. I'm just. You ever seen the John tell. Jones loss? I have not. No. The the loss that he was beating the guy up, <laughs> dude. I need to. You beat the guy up too bad. No, but do you, do you know like you know, like the whole like the whole the whole thing behind it? So he was fighting a deaf guy. Oh, and really? like the ref was because he threw a twelve to six elbow, and so Steve uh, Mazagati, who is a complete uh, the worst. Idiot, the worst. He goes up to Matt Hamill and he, he literally shouts at him, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And he's unresponsive because he's, he's deaf. Oh man! Oh, and then they call the fight, so he lost. Really? Terrible. I didn't know that was the backstory behind it. I need to get some weird, like, some Joe Rogan set up to where I can like type it, you know, and we can watch it and like they can hear it. But no, oh, I don't know how so to cool. figure it all out. We're still working, man. Put We're the still, uh, put the, the put, put the I don't know, maybe if we put it like it. like a t like you think yeah. on the TV and just kind of like in the corner and then I don't know. Yeah. But can you even show the fights on a, on no. a video podcast so you can get copyrighted? I guess. I don't know. Maybe next time we will utilize the TV. And if they you can't might have it, to live stream. Just kinda you might have to live stream our reaction play play. to uh, record our reaction to this. Dude, this I was thinking of going reaction. I was thinking of going live. I want to figure out the whole live stream thing. Once I get normal podcast equipment and I can have my phone handy, I can set it up. Because Ben and I were live for that last one and people were asking questions. And I kind of felt bad we weren't able to to yeah, respond back to them because it was yeah. far away because we tried to get both our bodies in the frame but i was thinking about live streaming on at least just to start on tiktok our reactions to the fights i know people do that a lot i wouldn't be showing the fights sorry i'm not trying to get demonetized but no, i i'll call but if we were sitting there you know with, you know, we got the whole squad you know could, a crazy knockout little, happens again I'll, I'll go i'll bring my portable charger i'll bring my my little uh tripod and we'll get it we Are got you coming to uh, yeah you're going to marks yeah, yeah we got the world renowned st john's yeah. wrestling team coming we got the, Paid, we no, got Pinelli Media there. Yeah, Pinelli Media, and, uh, Kyle in the booth. 
There's gonna be some characters there. Colin too. the Booth's gonna be there. Yeah, Colin. So we're gonna have some, a stack. It's gonna be a stack. So we got card. the wrestling team plus the three guys here, which are big names because we're we're podcasters. <laughs> it's gonna be some more yeah, surprise surprise guest appearances mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Oh, who? We'll see. Well, you know, maybe uh, maybe what's Josh's company's name? Uh, Boost You. Maybe Boost You Video Boost makes an appearance. Video makes an so. appearance. Oh, shout out, Josh! Josh I want ten cents for that uh, shout out there. So <laughs> ten cents. But no, it'll, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Maybe I'll like I said, set up the tripod and. We'll see if people are rocking with it. Maybe they want to see our reactions to the fights. We can give them a little play-by-play, play too. I'll let you guys do most of the talking. You can be Joe Rogan. and uh, I don't know if you, you want be, Mark. You I, don't can be DC. I don't know if you want Mark talking. You can be DC, it. and I'll be the uh, – I don't know who the other dude is. But John Anik. Yeah, I'll be the other yeah, guy. You'll just, just, like, you'll just, you'll just, I'll uh, say the sponsors. I'll yes, read off the sponsors, yeah. the Boost You sponsors, the PLA <laughs> Media sponsors, the Colin and the Boost sponsors. How about that? But I don't know if you want Mark – uh, on live during a UFC card. It is tough when you get, when you you get your emotions into it. Ben seeing me angry. That might be good content. I'm gonna have it would be good record. content. I'm going to have to screen no. record the whole thing. Oh, it'd be funny. You know, Mark gets rowdy. It's not It's not fun because you you you, you root for certain fighters and uh, they're your guy. And when mm-hmm. the decision doesn't go their way or something happens, mm-hmm. it's personal. It, it does suck, dude. When when McGregor lost that Khabib, like this is when McGregor came and fought Khabib, and this was before all of McGregor's kind of losses, his little rocky like return. Like he came back, and we all thought, like you know, he was like, you know, yeah. it's, it's McGregor's back. He took this little break. He did the boxing, whatever. He's back, and when he lost, it was like, it 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 did kind of dampen the mood a little bit. It was like, damn. And then and then you kind of try to hold on that little bit of faith where it's like, oh, yeah, he's still the old McGregor, you know, whatever, whatever. And then all of a sudden he lost again to Poirier. I saw him get knocked out. That was when he was, like, doing his little nice guy phase or whatever. He's laying there, and, and you were having a great night prior to that, and all of a sudden, boom, it happens, and you're like, Phew. And we've been through a lot of Minnesota heartbreak, so I'm used oh, to it. I was But scream. I was like. Dude, I was so happy when McGregor got knocked out. <laughs> he's the one that got me in the UFC, so yeah. I mean, I've always, I always got to be a fan. You know, that's well, the whole I reason mean, why I got technically, kind of me too, but I mean, like, I don't know, just his like personality. Yeah, well, know? it's okay to not like the, you know, you, you, it's nice to not like. The it was cool. It was cool at like, first, like for him yeah. to be like a double champ, but then for mm-hmm. him to like, I think the biggest thing that took me away was when he came back versus Habib, mm-hmm. and then was just complete dick going after his family, his religion, just like really cutting deep. And then get pieced up like that. Yeah. And was... then act like a total douche after the fight too, creating a big altercation. Like, I, I, you're that's an asshole move right there. Well, that was Khabib creating the altercation. Khabib, <laughs> no. Khabib jumped after Dylan Davis. <laughs> well, because Dil- who has Dylan Davis in their fucking corner? Dylan Davis is a no name schmo who puts on Twitter. He's like, I'll pay someone five hundred dollars if they can pick the winner of the fight, or if like um, if Gagey loses the fight or some shit like that. That's Dylan Davis. He's only had two fights and he wants to fight Jake Paul or KSI. That's the hey, level. That's, 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 good, the, that's good business right that's there. That's the level Dylan Danis is on right now. Yeah. He's a schmo. Nah, he's, he's not. He's not an MMA fighter anymore. When's the last time he fought? Twenty eighteen or something. <laughs> Who he's knows? A, Who cares? He's a good grappler. He helps McGregor's jujitsu game. He's a terrible so. grappler. He's Ooh. mid. He's mid grappler. Do I need to clip this? Tag him. You might need to clip it and tag ben, him. Ben Gilbertson. If Ben Gilbertson submits, submits. Uh, Dylan Danis, Dylan Danis has got to pay for your college. Ben, are you a blue, wow. are you a blue belt in jiu-jitsu? Uh, no. You're almost a blue belt. You could be soon. You're, you're I, would, I would rather wrestle Dylan Danis and then do like a submission match. Because I think like, honestly, I would tech Dylan Danis. In a wrestling Ooh. match? Yes. Okay. Yes. Interesting. I'd love no to shot. see it. No, tag him. Tag no him no shot. Out. I would tech Dylan Danis no problem. Get Dylan Danis in the pod. Any D1 kid could tech Dylan Danis. What does Dylan Danis do? I agree. In a wrestling match, absolutely. Maybe in a submission match, he probably will catch me because he's got that more experience. But if it's point-wise and we have a time limit on there, I'll just take him down and just hold position. Yeah. What is he going to do? Nothing. But back to what Peyton said about McGregor Chandler, which is the biggest fight of the year. Uh, McGregor got – he's the one who got us into the – the sport of the UFC and, mm-hmm. you know, how many people are now fans of the UFC because of Conor McGregor mm-hmm. directly or indirectly and seeing him fall out against Dustin a couple times and um, his return now against Chandler. I think if he can, if he can get a win against Chandler, mm-hmm. man, the excitement, be, it would be, it would be great. If that's the last time we get to see McGregor win, then I'll be happy. 
Like, I don't know. I, I know that his, his reign of terror is coming to an end. I hope he doesn't do the little stupid fights that Floyd's doing. No. The, I, I hope that, you know, he when McGregor decides it's time, he... You know, I don't like those these charity. Well, it's good that it's going to, the money's going to charity, but I don't like these uh, exhibition bouts. Is what I wanted. That's the right word. Is because it's. I think it's BS. I think if you're going to fight someone, if the two people are going to fight, have it be a real fight. We well, you know why like Floyd does it in the first place, right? Well, rumor has it he's he doesn't have a lot of paper. He doesn't. He has. He blows all his cash. I mean, yeah, he makes a lot of money, but he blows it. Conor McGregor's yeah. actually probably he's like super smart with his money. He's got proper 12, mm-hmm. so even if yeah. he, like, let's say he retires and doesn't fight Chandler, mm-hmm. or he's done after Chandler, I mean, he's still going to make millions of dollars because proper 12 is a he doesn't, he doesn't fantastic need to be, whiskey. Yeah. He doesn't need to be fighting. He's doing it because he, he, I genuinely believe McGregor loves to fight. He loves the fans. He loves the, he loves being in the spotlight in a fight, yeah. and I think he loves the fight, and um, if you had an early prediction, Peyton, Connor Chandler, what would you say? Oh, gosh, man. I honest, I really, truly do think McGregor is going to win the fight. I non, do too. Non-bias aside, I know Chandler is good, but McGregor, it's hard though because Chandler is a different beast than uh, Alvarez and Chad Mendez. But okay, it's do you think Chandler is better than the Ch- the version of Chad Mendez that McGregor fought, or do you think Chad Mendez is better than Chandler? Oh. In like that that same time oh, period, you know what like I mean? In that compare- yeah, because mm. I don't want to compare it. Because like I said, I think Chandler's a he's a he is a dog, and I, I I follow him on Instagram. He's I see his training videos. He is he's good, but I think McGregor he's got that length. You don't and and you can't forget that McGregor's boxing, especially after doing the Floyd thing, is it's got to be it, it's top notch. It, if you look at it. If you look at the shots Chandler took versus Oliveira and versus Gaethje and even versus Poirier. McGregor's left hand is better than all those guys. Mm-hmm. And if Chandler's fighting the way he did, trying to get the crowd into it against McGregor, he's going to sleep. And I don't think anybody disagrees with that. But if Chandler can grind out some takedowns and hold him down and drain him, you know, we could see a Chandler win. But I think McGregor puts him to sleep. And I think that excitement in the UFC with Conor McGregor comes back. And mm-hmm. is, is there anything better for the sport than Conor McGregor? I don't <laughs> think so. Ben? Francis Ngannou versus John Jones. Not better, but that'd be good for the sport. I was thinking about that fight. I go, damn, it's one one that kind of got away. But Ben, what's your opinion, quick? Before we wrap things up, too, because it's four thirty four. Your your boy's got night class. We want to get night class. Before. Yeah. Oh shoot. Well, I'm a young entrepreneur. Got it. <laughs> well, he is. Um, I'm taking Chandler. That's, that's it. This is Man, a good cliffhanger for the next episode. That's, that's, that's it. It's exciting. Say the Ultimate that. Fighter's coming up too. Mm-hmm. Man. That'll be fun. One guy's going to be focused. The other guy's going to be not. Chandler's focused. You know, if we get... That's true. He's got dreams. If you get a focused Conor McGregor, though, what happens? It's tough. I don't know. Probably break his leg and say my wife is... Your wife's in my (laughs) knee. Shit like that. Wait, but what about... What about this whole... um, the whole weight is is the do you think the weight class and McGregor needing to join the USADA testing pool is gonna put a stall because they haven't officially announced when that fight is right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They haven't. I don't think McGregor's so, in the pool. So what's what's that gonna look like well, here? They, that, that means are we really gonna have to wait another six months for this fight to? Yep. Oh, that's how it goes, but a lot maybe, can happen in six months. But maybe like Dana White pisses in McGregor's cup. You know, we'll see. What, Maybe, uh, maybe that's what they better figure that out. I, I mean, I don't know if it already is figured out, but I hope they figure it out because a lot can happen to both of the fighters in six months. Okay, and right. So, yeah, we want to see it. But any final thoughts, Mark, on this upcoming card or just in general? Um, yeah, UFC 286 this Saturday. Uh, it's an early card, it's 4 p.m. because it's in London. And I think you're going to see an exciting crowd. You're going to see Leon defending in his home territory. And uh, I think Usman and Gaethje get it done, but. I mean, whoever you're rooting for, it's going to be fireworks. That's what you can expect. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ready to rip. That, I, that weekend's <laughs> going to be a ripper. Should I? Oh, yeah, we got a little St. Paddy's Day action before, so. Pub crawl. And Uh-oh. then NCAA is right after. I was going to, yeah, damn, we didn't get into NCAA. Next next podcast, we'll, we'll have to get into it because I wanted to talk about that. Well, but, it's, it's happening this weekend. Oh, yeah, that's true. You can well, recap. Like, we can just recap, though, you know, as I was oh, kind of thinking. Well, if, if you watch NCAAs, especially... Yeah. Dane Fix, yep. Real Woods, Yanni, uh, 57-57-57, uh, Levi Haynes, David Carr, Carter Sirachi, Trent Hidley, 
97. Oh, jeez. Ah, Mark Holland. Who, who wins heavyweight? Heavyweight? Oh, it, it goes down for the two to the three, because I'm pretty sure uh, Kirk Levy is two, and then Cassiope is the three. So, and Kirk Levy will be Cassiope. Mason Paris will be Kirk Lee. Man, the Big Ten just loaded. Dude, the heavyweight division is the most craziest division out there because currently it would be Cassiope, Cassiope would be Paris, Paris beat um, um, Kirk would be. So, like, if if the matchup sets up correctly, mm-hmm. then Paris will win it. But if Cassiope beats Kirk would be, then I think Cassiope gets the job done. Yeah, I think it's Paris's time with Gable gone. Man, it's got to be, right? <laughs> He's been waiting for it. It's going to be exciting, though. You talk about a gatekeeper. May Par- Mason Paris was the gatekeeper for a while. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad we got to squeeze some in because I, I don't know anything about it, and so I wanted to get at least some background knowledge before I go. Well, I just want to throw my picks out there so yeah. I can see. Mark, like, do, you wanna, do you agree with him, or do you want to throw no, your picks I, out I, there? Ben, Ben's way more well-rounded with the wrestling, but it, it's exciting. But, but realistically, probably RBY will win 133. 97 probably be like – hey, you want to look up the 97 bracket for me real mm-hmm. quick? I honestly don't – I can't – oh, there's some Iowa State guy from Cuba – yeah, uh, younger Batista, yeah, mm-hmm. Batista or whatever, absolute dog, dog. Yeah, I could see. Unless uh, AJ Ferrari makes a surprise appearance. Gosh, that would be that'd be the, one of the most electric things. Even though he's a piece of scum, but <laughs> he he he'd be electric. The old Wi-Fi is going a little slow. Here we go. Oh no. Yeah, I need I need to see this ninety seven bracket because I am not familiar. Because there's so many manipulatives that will go on. You scroll on down to there. Who's Let a, us know. Who's a one seed? Oh, Batista's a thirteen seed. Oh my goodness. Oh, Nico uh, Borg. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't happen. That's for sure. So that's the same day as UFC, correct? Yeah, the finals it's, are okay. But when does it start? Starts um, tomorrow. Tomorrow at 9, I boys. need to film my March Madness bracket. Yeah. I don't know. 97 is the biggest toss-up. Anyone from 1 through 19 could win win an NCAA championship. Yeah. It's a, it's a great weekend in sports. What's next for the Pinelli podcast? What's the next content we could expect? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What? Next podcast, I'm... I'm not. I'm. I'm not 100% sure. I'm trying to get my. Uh, I'm trying to get my equipment so I can have something. But I want to probably have on my dad talk Sweet. about uh, the sort of the radio industry and you know the TV industry and all that good stuff. Um, I got some people from the from the Timberwolves that said they'd come on. Like I said, I just want to. I said this earlier um, in the intro. I want to get some uh, good equipment first before I, you know, have you know big guests on. But. Um, yeah, I'd say probably my dad would be coming up next, and then uh, also Travis Singleton. Uh, he's a sneaker reporter. He takes pictures of the players' sneakers, NBA, oh, and talks wow. about them, asks them the backstory. Plus, he just reports on a lot of uh, great uh, NBA stuff. He's he's right up in there, and he's got a locker room pass, so he's going to that locker room, and he he asks Anthony Edwards and all the all these players good questions. And so, if you don't follow him, it's at Sneaker Reporter. But I want to have him on, ask him how he's gotten into. Uh, you know, this whole sort of business with, you know, he, he said he covered OKC, Boston, um, tons of other teams. Now he's covering the Wolves, so. That's so cool. Do you have one guest? You could have any guest on Basketball World. Who do you oh, want on? Man. In, I mean, obviously it would be like LeBron, but like a realistic guest. I, I really think it'd be cool to have uh, Kat on. Same I've talked oh a little gosh. bit before, just I've seen him in the tunnel a little bit. Yeah, Cat. Or it'd be cool to have Luca Garzon. He's a personal favorite of mine. So yeah. But why is that? I just I don't know. He's cool. It's only a matter of time. I like for him. Yeah, I, I talked to so. him a little bit too. Nothing crazy, but you know, it's, he's just a nice guy, and he was phenomenal in, in Iowa. And I'd love to ask him just about what it was like playing in Iowa, and you oh, know, true. his story and stuff. But. I think we're going to wrap up because we've been going for about, let's see how long we've been going for, 54 minutes plus the intro. And so we got to, technology is never on our side when I'm trying to upload these things and night classes at 6.15. So oh, you got to get prepared for that. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to talk about our little bike simulators and stuff like that for entrepreneur class. So it's be pretty, pretty fun. I'm skipping the Boston Celtics and Timberwolves game for it. So. Wow. Yeah, so it better be it an academic better be an electric right class. Yeah. Yeah. Student athlete, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Student retired athlete, in a way. So, oh. kind of. 
I think I have a maze next path for you. Hmm? Oh, Boxing. God. I don't, I don't think my knees could handle it. Boxing, I think I missed the boat a little bit on that. But I do a couple of those, like, greasy in-house fights, maybe, like, one or two. Just give one a shot. Yeah. But you know, there's that's a, not on my list. Go to Thailand. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna they got, like, bars yeah. in Thailand, and you can just, mm-hmm. you, if you win, you get, like, free drinks. So. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, why, why don't we do that up here? <laughs> I wish. We should. The bars would never like Throw that. it right in Sal's. Oh, yep. my gosh. Me and you, first round. Ooh. Car jiu-jitsu on the link. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Did we just there get something go. there? Yeah. Set something up there. Yeah, let's do it. I'll email the people. Yeah, yeah you're big time. You're big time around here, so you, yeah. can, you can get your way. That'd maneuver be, around. I'd, the school would, would have me off this campus so fast if if, if we did uh, jiu-jitsu on the link. But, I mean, you'll still live here, so who's going to stop you going back on the link again? Who knows? See, yeah. <laughs> they got the they got their uh they got their the security on the links pretty tight. What the RAs? Is that what they are now? I think they're. I don't RAs. really remember. I haven't taken the link. I haven't taken the link in so long. I just get. Hey, you know what? I everyone shits on the link, but it does provide a lot of rides to and from for students, especially on the weekends. It's oh, we've yeah. all we've all used it at one point. We we appreciate the and link. we appreciate it. Hey, the say. link. If you're watching, <laughs> we appreciate you. Yeah. But all right, boys. Appreciate you guys coming on. We'll do it again for the next uh, UFC. This is two eighty six, so the next one will be two eighty seven. We'll do it for that one, um, just because I like having you guys on and spitting knowledge, and you guys fill me in because you know I'm boneheaded when it comes to the UFC and pretty much everything. But you know, sometimes I struggle. So, but Pinelli Podcast Episode Four. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Josh. I knew I was going to say thank you, Mark. Thank you, Ben. Josh. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Ben. Um, But for coming on. And, uh, yeah, everyone, keep it up. Have a good weekend. Horses don't stop. They keep going. See you at the top.